Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a cinder pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a cinder pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a cinder pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 355 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler. And joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. I'll tell you what. It's been an absolutely crazy week, but at the same time, I'm glad actually just to be at home, just relaxing for the time being, unsure about work for the next week, but at the same point, at least I'm here. <laughs> yeah, that's what's important. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy few days. Uh, it's Sunday afternoon as we recording. It's a weird Sunday, like, not – I don't, can't remember the last time we recorded – for me personally, because you're you're two hours behind me, yeah, uh, and like the sun's still out, like it's setting now, but we've been on like we we've been like bullshitting for like about an hour now before we even Pretty got much. to the uh, this call. But it was like I'm sitting here like, I'm like I'm sitting here like I'm not drinking. I was like I was looking for a beer to drink. I'm like it's fucking like five five thirty on a Sunday. It's like <laughs> why, why am I, I mean, we don't have like we have a beer in the house. I'm just like I'm just gonna drink some water, you know. Stay hydrated, stay healthy, best yeah. I can. You know, it's my day off, it's my night off. Um, do some gaming, maybe watch some uh, some movies. I've been doing, I've been a lot, doing a lot of movie watching lately. I'm in a movie watching mood, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a oh boy, what a week, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no we've shit. Been, we've been talking kind of like our experiences and shit. What's going on? Like going to the store and stuff like that. Like I, I was telling. Gables, I've like for the for like I've seen like we've lost snowstorms here and shit, and I've been to the store and it's been crazy packed. People just grabbing shit for like, oh, we're not gonna be able to get out for a weekend, so they grab three four days worth of shit. I went to the store and people were like walking around with multiple carts of goddamn toilet paper and paper towels. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I went to the store. I I was telling them I live, th- I live, I could see three grocery stores like they're in like the parking lot area of my apartment I live in. I could see them from my apartment, and there's two gas stations. I don't have to go out on the street. I can just go around the back. And drive up to these all these places, and none of them the other day had fucking toilet paper. I couldn't like even like single ply, like the shit that caught make, makes your ass bleed when you wipe. <laughs> couldn't even find that shit. Couldn't even find that shit. Nothing. It's been nuts. Water hard to find. Butter, eggs. It's goddamn ridiculous. Frozen pizzas can't find them. I only want is goddamn Tatino's pizza. Can't have them. <laughs> fucking crazy ass times, Gables. Crazy ass times. Well, it certainly um, is. But. It was kind of funny. Uh, so before we, <laughs> this is kind yeah. of a funny story, actually. So my girlfriend works at a, a bar at a uh, hotel, and they have like a big like swimming pool and stuff like that. And, like they always have like it's always busy on the weekend, especially in the winter time, right. and like spring breaks coming up, shit like that. So like the whole hotel is booked out because a lot of people would love to go there, and you know especially you know spring break and bring their kids to the pool. It's got a slide and everything. That's good. it's it's really nice. And she got there and started calling me freaking out because. Like people were checking out, and she's like, she was like the the hotel's empty, and oh, like really? she's like, what's going on? Like she's calling, like people are like leaving. Everybody's leaving. I guess some kid got sick, and 
uh, they just like they they shut down the pool and stuff like that. She's freaking freaking out and stuff like that. And I'm like, like wow. even I'm getting kind of concerned because like I, I'm worried. Don't get me wrong, a little worried, but you know I'm not like doomsday anything, you know. And I'm like, oh shit, like now I'm getting worried. I'm getting a little stressed out. My anxiety going up a little bit. She calls me back. Some kids shit in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh my God. She, so she went from thinking she was gonna like it was gonna be a crazy busy ass night. She's been stressed out all goddamn day about it, like freaking out, like it's gonna be insane tonight. Gets there, she's had like she said there's like she's had like five customers. She's only been there, she's been like three hours, only had like five customers. Wow. So, yeah. So that's so kind of a little funny aside there for you know <laughs> just trying to find you're trying to find ways to keep yourself you know entertained while you we're all in like self quarantine right now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and she you know I, was, I gave him a lot of time for it, and Courtney was like. What are you going to, like, are, are you going to be okay with, like, not leaving the house? I'm like, you just described my entire life. Like, that, <laughs> this is great. Like, I don't have, we, we, are you kidding me? Doom comes out in in four fucking days. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is amazing. This is great times. I'm, yeah. I'm happy as could be. They and released it's... Star Wars early, which showed me fucking started on that goddamn piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they released was supposed... Star Wars early? <laughs> Yeah, they were supposed to come out on Tuesday digitally, and it came. They released it Friday. I'm like, "Fuck, right!" And I watched it Saturday morning. Fuck, it's terrible. God damn it, <laughs> shit. Yeah, but it's great. Like, there's all like all kinds of crazy shit happening. There's like there's that awesome uh, ninety about the about the bull, like the ninety eight bulls yeah. uh, documentary. It's supposed to come out uh, in like June. They yeah. released with like the NBA Finals. ESPN talk about possibly like real. It's like a six part documentary. It looks fantastic. They're talking about releasing it here soon to watch on the ESPN Plus, which, fuck yeah, I'm all in for it. I want to see that shit. Uh, puppy's going nuts. Puppy sees... Oh, puppy, will you fucking stop? Puppy! Sorry, I had to yell at my dog. She's the... Uh, we call her the watcher of the windows, and she likes to bark at random things in the window. She's she's doing a good job, though. She's doing God's work, you know? Keeping us <laughs> safe. That puppy! Good girl. I love that girl, but she gets a little crazy sometimes. Um... So yeah, I don't know, Gables. Uh, how how are you feeling about this whole? I mean, without getting all the depressing shit, like it, it, it's it's crazy time right now. You know what I mean? Stay safe. Stay. You know, don't only go out when you have to. Obviously, all the shit you've been here. Wash your hands. All that. Wash. Definitely wipe and wash your ass. You know that's important. Uh, oh yeah. But I don't know. How how are you doing with with the, with the uh, with the quarantine of yourself? You got you got big plans? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm still really at the planning stages, just in case. I know the county that I'm living in in Washington State is definitely has not had any confirmed cases as of yet, but at the same time, I'm keeping everything else like in the focal point in the window just to make sure, just in case, because I know my workplace has got things set into set into motion just in case something like that happens. We definitely, I know for a fact that I am an introvert with a lot of stuff, so if I have to not go out of the house for a good long period of time, I'm okay with that. <laughs> as long as right. I have a lot of supplies, plus yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at myself where it's like I'm probably going to be <laughs> delving into a lot of crap inside of my room anyway, just to try mm. to entertain myself. Because uh, well, obviously I got a whole bunch of backlog of stuff. I've also got some whole lot of media stuff I can watch, I can read, and quite essentially and stuff. As long as the internet and the cable and everything else are all good to go and stuff then i actually literally have no issues in that regards but uh yeah i think the thing that's going to be most telling and stuff is 
and I think we're seeing it right now, is because there's so many people right now that are being quarantined throughout the United States, throughout the other countries in the world, that more and more people are going online to not only just, just you know, try to distract themselves, try to get up-to-date information for stuff, but also play in video games. Case in point, over the weekend, Steam at one point has had 20 million concurrent users. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. it's That's just crazy to think about. And I'm kind of feeling like it's going to be more for other services as well. Say like Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, you know, on top of PC stuff. Because, hey, people want something to do. They can't go out to work. So they're like, okay, let's go ahead and let's get some stuff done. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's going to be a major boom in births in about nine months as well. That, that's We're going to have a lot of babies here. Well, probably. Who knows? <clears throat> we got to think of some, like, fun names. I mean, it's not funny. You know I mean? I'm not trying to make light of the situation. But you got to find the light in all the dark, you know. And uh, there's going to be some interesting names that come out in about nine months. They're gonna People are going to name their babies after, after this event. Like if if we have a kid, I'm just gonna name it like corn or something like that. <laughs> corn. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll think of something. Corn chips, come over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Middle name is chips. Corn chips, Courtney. What's up? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell <sighs> you what. Funny. Not only that, just reading a lot of the news though, but I'm I just got through just checking out some things on Twitter, which I thought was relatively hilarious and gross at the same time. There is a new challenge going out, and kids are trying to. Oh, guess. yeah. It basically was like the coronavirus challenge. Yeah, it's but gross. essentially, some stupid girl, some teenage girl, goes through and she's licking the goddamn toilet seat of a fucking plane and posting herself doing it. And I'm thinking to myself, well, we got a Darwin Award coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in that case, uh, in scenarios, Tyler, I don't want to make light and any fun, though, but this is why natural selection occurs. <laughs> yeah. No. Sometimes there's good use for it. I don't I mean, you know what I mean? It's, uh, but FYI, uh, people, if you are even going to remotely be on that level of stupid, just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's it's crazy. I mean, like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's it's a weird time. Like, I, not to get too dark into it, but somebody, like, I was listening to a podcast and we talked about it. And, like, it, they said this is, like, completely says, circum, uh, completely different set of, like, circumstances. But it's, like, the same feeling that they had. And it kind of, like, I'm, like, I thought about, it, like, that makes, like, that's exactly what I'm going through right now. What? It's, like, this is, like, they said this is exactly how they felt during 9-11. It's like everything's changed now. Everything's different now. It's like completely different. Like obviously one thing is a horrific mm. event that happened, but it's like that's that same feeling. It's like we are in uncharted territories. What's going to happen? Yeah, you know, so like what's the next – what's our, like – You bring up a good what's point. What's the next month? What's the next six weeks? What's the next – what's the fucking next year going to look like? You know what I mean? It's like – Yeah. It's crazy. Like nobody knows. It's, it's just nuts. Exactly. So. It's just going to be one of those things where we got to take it one day at a time, you know, if – we're inside of our homes or something for like about a good solid month or something like that. You don't know what tomorrow's going to be. You don't know what's going to happen next. It could possibly be where this this possible like disease or whatever this virus may be circulating, maybe lasting a few months. It could be like could be anything really. And you know, yeah. In kind of the hindsight though, let's think back to the past a little bit. Certain people are kind of feeling that way with the whole like. Uh, 
the Cuban Missile Crisis back in the 60s, you know, where it's like we were really close on the verge of nuclear war in the 1960s, yeah. and there was a lot of people that felt like that even back then. But when I think about it, it's like the thing with 9-11, the feelings that everyone had towards then, it really does kind of have some form of similarities to now. The only difference is that uncertainty and stuff is just a lot of people. It's just basically from a lot of people who are just staying home and stuff like that, not to, you know, not just to spread some sort of, like, disease and stuff, whereas 9-11 was more or less, you know, it was just attack on our American soil and stuff, and yeah, it was just that fear quintessentially that uncertainty of fear is what is the similarities between all this yeah definitely it's just yeah it's like this event's never happened nothing like this has ever happened before but uh trying to get into some uh more positive news here uh e3 got canceled um (laughs) so speaking sticking with uh everything going on right now um Cancel E3, a lot of events. I mean, it's not. I mean, everything's getting canceled. The NBA. I just literally like uh, a pop up just came up on my phone. Uh, NBA is they're not. They're expecting it won't come back probably until sometime in June. Um, they're, Makes sense. It's looking increasingly likely. Um, uh, XFL canceled the whole season, but I, I don't think anybody will really notice that. Um, no. But you know, a lot of like CDC got canceled or yeah, got postponed. Like there's a lot of or not CDC GDC sorry I've been yep. watching too much of CDC stuff lately, uh, but GDC and like a lot of these, um, what was it um, South by Southwest like pretty much every big event like there's fucking you know every anything at like an arena is pretty much been canceled uh, lately. March Madness is canceled, uh, which is which is sad to see because like all those college kids like abruptly their entire career, like for a lot of thousands of kids like their career is over now they were. Still expecting to have some games up, but you know, bigger circumstances involved. But uh, you know, just sticking with E3, um, I mean, I, I feel like you know, they it was it's crazy because just last week they were like um, ESA that runs E3 was saying like under no means are we going to cancel uh, this event. And it was just like everybody. This is right after GDC got canceled. And everybody's just like, uh-huh. like, right. like wh- at the time it's like okay, you know, it's it's June. We have we have what three months? It's whatever. We'll see where we're at. I mean, by then it'll probably all. Uh, I mean, we didn't know. I mean, even, you know, we were kind of making jokes about last week, you know, but yeah, understanding it's like it's a situation, but not understanding the how big it was going to be. Um, and, um, yeah, so it's just like, okay, whatever, that's fine. We got three months, and it was just like everybody's like, no, they have to cancel it. Like it, over, the, over the course of the days, it's just like Wednesday, everything changed in our lives, and then Thursday morning too. But it's like I feel like, though, really it sounds like from everybody – um, coming out of this, so like it sounds, it sucks for the people in the industry because it sounds like I mean like a lot of it's not about like what sucks like a lot of you know smaller companies go there and have meet and greets and they meet people there that can help them make their games happen or they they get a job at this company because they met somebody at these like at these events like that's the big thing that's gonna well, there's a lot yeah. of things we'll never know like, that will never happen because of this it's the smaller things that we don't think about that we don't see as fans but like looking at it from a you know us our, as our perspective the people don't go to it like. I don't think we'll see a, much of a difference at all. Like, um, it sounds like coming out of it, like everybody's just going to do like a direct style, which I've always been up for anyways. Like I've never been a big fan of like the, like at, since Nintendo started doing directs and stuff at E3 and even like Sony will have like crowds, like the last few they did, they'll have a crowd, but this, they just, there's, they just watch the screen. It's like no one comes out and talks. They come out and talk at the beginning. Someone comes out or like, or someone comes out, talks to them then they watch the screen for an hour and it's over, you know, like, and even like, uh, I think Bethesda did one like that a couple of years ago. So it's like, they've been turning into that lately anyways. 
Um, even Square Enix is the two they've had have been like that. So it's like they've been that where they just had like people come into a theater to watch it. And it's like now it sounds like it's just we're just not going to no one's going to go to a theater. We're all going to be able to watch them at home. It's just a matter of like, are they going to be over the course of those um, those three days that we usually was? Usually it's like, oh, no, now it's more spread out, I guess, because like like what Friday, usually Friday or Saturday EA has theirs and Sunday, Saturday, there's somebody Sunday. Uh, like uh, Microsoft goes and a couple other people go and then there's Monday and there's two Nintendo goes on Tuesday so it's usually I guess right. like five days but um, I, I think it's just a matter of like are we still going to have them over that course of time you know like I hope that's still the case because I love E3 like we both love E3 it's legitimately one of my favorite weeks of the year like that that right. weekend and that whole early part of the week I look forward to it all year round like we love it we we sit there we'll do what like seven eight podcasts in a fucking like a weekend you know, um, talking about these events and we watch all of them. We love it. We'll go online, like read what everybody's saying about it, watch all the gameplay trailers, everything that comes out of it. It's, it's awesome. So if it, I hope that still happens. I want that still happen. Obviously, I mean, like, look, there's always bigger things going on, but just looking, just trying to find some hopefulness in all this. Like, I hope that we still have, like, there's still some of that normalcy to it. We're like, yeah, ESA is like, we still want, we want to make it more of a digital event. Like maybe like some people are talking about having like put the, like and some, I remember people talking about this years ago. Like maybe like something like even before, like around when the consoles, these current consoles came out. Like what, what about those demos everybody's playing at? Like they get to go wait in line to play at E3. What if you just put them on the PS4 and the Xbox One? We could just now we can play them at home. And maybe that's gonna be the case. Um, I've even heard like like a lot of like companies that like will they'll fly people out to LA to play their game, like play a couple hour stretch like of their game now they're finding ways like they're still having these events but they're like streaming them to like the people from their offices or at home so it's kind of i mean it's, it's interesting if it sounds like that's gonna be more of the case what's gonna happen is like ign and GameSpot and all these big companies that like normally fly out there right. they're still gonna be able to play these games they're just gonna have to like stream them essentially or they'll get like something and like they actually play them um but i don't know i just i hope that we can like that we still have that like we, we still have ea play on I think it's Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. Uh, we still have like Microsoft on Sunday. Uh, I know like Nintendo's on Tuesday. I hope we still have that. Like, and even like there was, I guess it came out that uh, there was rumors of it, and like, but no one said anything. But now it got canceled. People just came out and said it. Like, WB was gonna do their first ever um, uh, like EA E3 show, yeah. and they were gonna talk about the new, finally talk about the new Batman game they've been teasing for a year and a half on Twitter. Uh, they're gonna tease. They're gonna show off a bunch of new stuff as well. But uh, it's I don't know it's just it's kind of a uh, we're like I said we're in uncharted territories so it's just like uh, and also I mean is this the end of E three like is it is this like or I mean not the end of it but is this like is it gonna be the, is it ever gonna go back to how it was like I don't know Gables where where are you at with E with E three being canceled to be perfectly oh. honest I'm perfectly fine with the thing being canceled because mm. everybody else was just withdrawing anyway and trying to do their own types of directs or their own type of conferences or subsidiary shows it's happened it's happened for years. Including yeah. things most recently like Sony pulling out and then having EA and Rockstar doing their thing and even like some bits of uh, Developer Digital doing their own things and stuff. It's like, yeah. at the same point, the first and foremost is the safety of the people involved with everything. So it's like, I understand and I don't really care that E3 has gotten canceled. At the same point, I do not believe that E3 is going to go back to the same way that it once was after this stuff is cleared. Especially if for... Like the ongoing and stuff for the for the duration, I kind of feel like E three in and of itself is not done for, but at the same time, I feel like it's going to have to evolve into another type of standard, more or less. Sort of like 
I think it's going to shrink down personally, sort of like how we would see like a PAX or a developers conference and stuff to where it's not going to be the big extravaganza that one once was, but I kind of feel like it's going to be like a subsidiary show in complementary to the other companies that are going to go through and present their stuff. So yeah. essentially E3 could be something like a something where some developers, maybe some indie developers or where everyone else just want to go through and showcase their games, but at the same point, I kind of feel like that uh, if you're going to want to have the major news stuff for a lot of the stuff, I think your best bet is just like waiting for the other companies to do what they're going to do. Because even with the whole E3 thing being canceled, there's multiple companies, including, say, Nintendo, which are rumored to have like some sort of showcasing stuff, even as early as this month, maybe like over the next couple of weeks in terms of their direct stuff. Yeah. So we could potentially be receiving news and information earlier than June. So we could have more information about the PlayStation 5 or new news about acquisition, like Sony acquiring stuff to try to get things under wraps. But uh, on the grand scheme of things, it's like we don't need an E3 really to get the information what we need because quite honestly, companies are going to reveal what they're going to want to reveal on social media. So there's no point yeah. right now. Yeah, I think that's been something we've all like kind of like people we love e3 because it's just like it it's like all the game stuff comes together like in that mm-hmm. like it's just a lot of shit happens in a short amount of time that's why i love about it it's like all the fun exciting parts of it but yeah we don't like nintendo directs have proven we don't need like we can they can nintendo can announce shit whenever they want they can say on tuesday hey we're gonna have a a, a direct in the morning and people are gonna go nuts and then we're gonna watch or in two days we're gonna have a direct at any point in time, they can just have a random one on a fucking Thursday morning, you know? And everybody's going to, like, tune in and watch it. Um, play, State of Play has been a big thing. Like, uh, X, uh, Xbox does those, um, those, like, Xbox little short things. I can't remember what it's called. But never, there's never really, like, a lot of stuff comes out of it. But, yeah. Um, but, I mean, we, we've proven that, yeah, we don't need them. It's just we love it because it's just, like, all eyes. That's when the most eyes are on it. Like, oh, that's, yeah. So I, I can see why some people w- want that. And it's, it's just something that's... It's, it's a thing that's aging out. So everybody talks about like you know like it's it's slowly like eroding. I don't want to say dying, but it's like it needs to change. And they try to make changes about like with with fans going there. And I think a big reason why it, it could you know I think it'll come back next year. I think there'll be something going on. But it's gonna I think it's gonna be different next year for sure. Or maybe it will be the same. And so, but they're gonna like people are gonna realize like I think what the big thing is like a lot of businesses are like. We don't need this, like, because I mean, it's it's expensive for companies. Like, a big reason why like Sony stepped out of it is like, I guess the new CEO of PlayStation, like, he um, like he's like, was like looking at like, uh, I can't remember the number, the former president, uh, but he loved like the big grandiose stages of doing it and showing it from big crowds, showing like, it's kind of like a show off kind of thing. Like that's why Microsoft still does it. Um, but it was just like they looked at it, like we paid tens of millions of dollars. To put this together, like the whole, like the they ran out the the the, um, the arena or the not the arena, but the the small facility, the facility they're in, the theater they're in, they put the stage up, hire talent, do like the music acts, bring all these fly all these people in, rent out um, uh, advertisements, like you know, like they put a, like a lot of time and effort and a lot of money goes into this stuff, and it's just like we can get maybe not as, we can get as much just as much exposure. By doing this shit, instead of doing it in June when everybody else is doing it, we can do it in fucking March. We can now say anything. They just dropped the Ghost of Tsushima release date 
out of nowhere last week on like yep. a random Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Like, they just dropped the release date. Like, and they, like, same thing with Last of Us. They did this, like, they just dropped the release date in September. It's like, they can't, they delayed it a week later, but they dropped the, they dropped the release date on it. So, um, yeah, it's like, we don't need it, but it's like, it's still a thing I love and I want, I want that. I want to have that. You know, like, I, I still, I love that time. Like, I remember I, I take the whole fucking week of work off for it. Cause I just love sitting at home, want to be home in the conferences so I can watch them live. And it's like, there's, there's a lot of fun to that. And like, going on Twitter and like reading all these people like freaking out about it at the same time together and talking about all the shit's going on. Like there's a lot of fun behind that. And I, I don't want it to go away. And I hope that there's some, some semblance of it as a fan uh, sticks around. But like, you know, I think what people, it's interesting people talk about like for years, people said like, cause I've always like, even like Justin and I would talk about when we were kids, like we want, I want to go to like E3 is like our dream. We want to go there. But it's like, it's interesting when you talk to people, like you hear people talk about like in the industry, like stuff, like if you're a fan, like E3 is not the place to go. It's business. It's like, it's like most 90% of the people are there are for like, it's business people. Like they're in the industry, they work in the industry, they work on the games or they cover the games or they're big wigs for the game companies. And it's like you, if, as a fan, you want to go like, you want to go to the PAXs, you want to go to the RTXs, like that's where you want to go. So it's, I don't know. It's like, still be cool to see it one day but it's like yeah it's like i don't know it's just it, it, it sucks but uh, i don't know maybe i think maybe in the end this will change for the good and maybe like i don't know i mean like i said like it sounds like the everybody that was planning on being there has just said we're just going to do a digital event we're going to find a way to make this work yeah so it's i think it's just a matter of if we're going to see it during that like in that same time frame or is it going to be more spread out or are they just going to randomly do theirs and like some, we're gonna see somebody's in April's instead of June, you know. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But um, let's go ahead and move on. So you kind of already touched on it already, but uh, there's uh, rumors of the directs. We hadn't had a real actual direct since September, which I didn't realize. I knew it was been a while, and oh, but yeah. I didn't realize September was the last one we had. That wasn't like a video game exclusive, like the Animal Crossing and Pokemon one that we had, and you know, the Smash Brothers ones. Yeah. So there's there uh, is apparently two directs coming. Um, as soon as this week on March 18th, which would be what today, Sunday, so Wednesday would be a, the, the, the rumor is there'll be a Ninny's event, which they have every year around, uh, GDC was supposed to be, um, I think this weekend or next weekend, I can't remember the original date and they always do a big, uh, a Nindy's direct, uh, right around the same time. I think it's actually like, I think it's right before it. So they, they reveal all the games that you can go play. Um, and then, uh, they're going to have an actual, like the big one on March 26th and that's going to deal mostly with uh, like there's no like rumors really of what's coming out for it. like there's no exclusive like specific games but the big thing is like it's going to be mostly um, uh, dealing with ports and remasters uh, coming out uh, for this year um, so I don't know we, we've been talking about forever like the kind of like the drought of Nintendo news really um, lately outside of the Pokemon expansion and Animal Crossing we don't really haven't had a lot lately um, so I don't know what, what, what would you What's your percentage-wise how much you believe this, this these rumors? To be perfectly honest, I kind of feel like this is like a 70% okay. in regards to about the rumors and stuff. I feel like there are some truth and validity to it, but I also feel confident that a lot of what Nintendo will probably showcase will be various remasters or ports inside of these directs. I mean, hell, one of them leaked not even like a few weeks ago with the, the wonderful 101 in terms yeah. of that one getting a re-release. So it's not, in the, it's not really too impossible to think... That we're going to be getting some more remasters. Hell, by the end of this year, potentially it's going to be Xenoblade Chronicles. That's but, here, I was uh, going to say that too. Yeah, but uh, seeing something like a Mario 3D World, or even in regards to Pikmin 3, or whatever type of Pikmin stuff, that I could potentially see. So I kind of feel like it's a seventy percent chance we're going to 
see predominantly like uh, remasters, remakes, and stuff. And one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like eighty five percent sure, and maybe that's a little bit of me being hopeful um, in there. But I, it makes. I mean, I think it makes sense because they're getting ready to go to the end of the fiscal year on at the end of March. So, and we, like we keep talking about, we don't after Animal Crossing, we know nothing about the rest of their year. True. So it, it makes sense. Like we don't even have like what we. I think we know. Uh, no More Heroes 3 and one other game I can't think of off the top of my head right now that's released this year, but like nothing major. Like these are like, these. I don't want to diss these games, but they're not big games that like, everybody's going to be talking about. Um, but uh, it makes sense to me because like they're going to want to tell their their stockholders like, hey, here's what's coming. Because like I, I think there's like, I think so, I wouldn't be surprised some stockholders are a little nervous. It's like, what the hell is going on with Nintendo right now? Because they've been, they haven't been shy about telling us shit like, you know, over the last few years. And it's like, now it's like no one's saying anything. Um, it's been like that for a while. Even like people have been saying the same thing about Sony with PlayStation. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Like Microsoft's been out there talking, like saying everything about the Xbox. Not everything, but just, you know, trickling out information after a little bit of information after information about stuff about the, the Series X and stuff like that. And it's like we have zero from about the PS5. We got a logo. That's all we've gotten this year. So, um I don't know. I, I think it's going to happen. I really do. I think I'm, you know, maybe not these exact dates, but I wouldn't be, I, I do think the, the Nindies will happen this coming week. Right. And I, I, I think that we will have a direct before, before April. Like, um, I don't know. I just, and like I said, maybe, maybe that's me being a fan and hoping for it. Cause it's just like, and it's just like, I just want to fucking know what's going on kind of thing. But uh, I am, I'm curious, like it's kind of, Disappointing that here that it's going to be a lot of ports and remasters. I'm hoping that we finally get that 3D World, um, uh, uh, the port that is, is got to happen. I, I imagine because I think that's what there's not really a lot of big ports from the Switch, the Wii U that we can have left. But that and we already know about Wonderful 101 and Pikmin 3. Is that it? I can't. Yes. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Xenoblade Chronicles and stuff. That yeah, port, but that's a Wii. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, the I think Wii that's... U, there's like maybe a couple others, you know, like Woolly World, that's one of them. Yeah. But, uh, there really is not too many left in regards to that. Maybe Xenoblade Chronicles X, that's another one. But Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised that comes in. Maybe if, they, if Xenoblade Chronicles is a real rumor, which is, it, it sounds like it is um, pretty much true, like I wouldn't be surprised in a couple of years X comes out, you know, for right. it. So let's spread them out a little bit. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's. I hope so, because God damn it, I want to fucking I want I want to know what to look forward to for Nintendo, and it's just like it could be anything, you know. So that that's kind of just like E three, you know, that's fun and directs. It could be fucking anything. Um, but moving on to our next topic here, so Silent Hill might be making a comeback, Abel's. Um, Interesting. So this is this is pretty fucking nuts. Uh, I, I was just I was like looking for little clips. I was going to take out of this article here, but I'm just going to read the whole. I'm going to read almost all of it. So. Uh, Sony is reportedly working on two Silent Hill games, a soft reboot and a revival of Kojima's canceled Silent Hills. Uh, that's according to Rely on Horror, which claims that a trusted source has disclosed that Sony will be, will be the driving force behind bringing the series back. According to this report, not only are the plans to soft reboot the Silent Hill series, but Sony could also resurrect Hideo Kojima's Silent, uh, canceled Silent Hills game. Um, this is a quote from uh, the, the person that, that was reporting like reporting on the, the rumors uh, according to our first source sony is working to patch up a relationship between kojima productions and konami in order to resurrect the game due to the amount of buzz and continued demand for five years after it's canceled 
Um, the report also claims that key figures will be returning to work on the reboot rumored to simply be called Silent Hill, including the original Silent Hill director, Kichiro Toami, uh, the co a, a composer, Akira Yama Yamaoka, and creature designer, Mashiro Ito. Hope I probably butchered all those. Um, and SIE Japan Studio is also to be rumored to be working um, on that game um, with it. So, um, yeah, so not only is... They're gonna, they got they got back the original people to reboot the, the, the game called Silent Hill. They're actually Sony is like the middleman and dealing with Konami and Kojima uh, about bringing back the canceled game that Silent Hills that they're working on. So um, a lot of rumors uh, this week on the show. But um, where I don't know how 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 much do you, do you believe this stuff? Well, what's interesting is I was looking at the same type of report on Twitter this morning. And apparently there's a rumor going around that Sony's trying to acquire the IPs of not just Silent Hill, but also oh, yeah. Metal, a Metal Gear and yep. Castlevania. Yeah, those I, three, I heard about that too. Those three franchises, man, if Sony were to actually go forth and acquire those three franchises, that's a big deal. One, it's because those three franchises have lain dormant for too long under the stand of Konami because they've done shit nothing with them kind of wish that they would actually try to go and get the contract stuff as well because fuck <laughs> yeah well no they just they just ported symphony of the night over to iphone yeah last I, week. yeah i know that's and, something and to be perfectly Nothing. honest with you three bucks for that port and it's apparently a good port from what i'm yeah. hearing but uh as far as the validity of it the whole validity to be perfectly honest this does make perfect this does make sense for sony computer entertainment and hear me out on this each one of those IP, from Silent Hill to Metal Gear Solid to Castlevania, they were huge in regards to the success of the past of the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. The original PlayStation, when you had games like Metal Gear Solid, Silent Hill 1 and 2, and Castlevania Symphony of the Night, those were considered by gamers to be pretty much the best defining games, or some of the biggest defining games for that system. So, I feel like Sony has been probably negotiating with Konami for a while on this. Do I feel like this is true? Yes. I do feel like this is there's a lot of truth and validity of it. I would give it maybe like around an 80% chance that this being wow. actually legitimate. Okay. Because it makes too much sense. And also the possibility of getting back key people to work on this, the projects that quintessentially Konami kind of ousted back when... So you could have potentially maybe, and just the possibilities are almost endless with this because you could possibly get in like Kojima to actually work on Metal Gear Solid again. Dude. Oh my God, don't even, give us, <laughs> dude, dude, don't even get me started on that, man. Oh my uh, God. Think about it, resurrecting the Silent Hills that him and Galicio del Toro were working on, potentially maybe working on Metal Gear again. Hmm. And think about it this way: what would happen if they actually did that and got back David Hayter again as an ultimate fu to fucking oh, Konami? Yes. But the best part of all I kind of feel is, like, they could potentially, if, say, they do acquire all these IPs, these dormant IPs from Konami, just the thought that they could bring in somebody, say, like Koji Igarashi, who was the main driving force behind creating Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, having him rework back on his actual, you know, the actual characters that he made his, his career kind of famous on in regards yeah. to Rondo and Symphony of the Night and regards to the whole games that were on the Game Boy Advance and the DS ones, 
And quite essentially, he turned out his own Castlevania game in Bloodstain and Curse of the Moon. I mean, let's not kid ourselves right here. If we had all these driving forces that Sony would go through and secure, those are some big first-party exclusives. Those are going to be a driving force to buy on the PlayStation 5. Yeah. So, with that nostalgia, with that type of kick, with that type of support, knowing full well we got the key original makers or key driving force of why these franchises were successful to begin with, that creates more of support and validity that Sony is going through and trying to acquire these IPs from Konami and also almost simultaneously creates a whole lot of buzz and excitement for people to go in and buy a PlayStation 5. So I feel like with 80% validity, I feel like this is definitely something that's happening. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm with you. Like I feel like this is something that's definitely happening. Um, like I believe that Sony's trying to get those IPs. Maybe not trying to outright own them, but at least like we'll we'll do everything to make all these these games happen. You just got to give us the rights to use the names. Um, I believe they're trying, I, but I I don't think I truly don't think that a lot of this is going to happen. I, I think that I wouldn't be surprised if they get back the original people to reboot Silent Hill, but uh, I don't think they'll get the I. I Konami makes so much fucking money off those IPs for doing next to nothing with them, with the the machines out in Japan, reporting them everywhere, um, you know stuff like that. Like they're making a lot of money off that. Maybe if they give them like Sony's like, hey, like we'll give you money just you know you can keep using those IPs for your machines and um, we'll give you a cut of like you can keep making money off your ports that you, you've already put out. But we'll give you a cut, even of the games that we make for these. Maybe can then they they can from. get that. But like maybe yeah, like sort of having Sony, you know, maybe like uh, Konami, just like you know, negotiating with Konami and stuff in order to have them use like Sony use those licenses, you know, those those quintessentially yeah. those licenses from those IPs and stuff to distribute games and stuff. And Konami is not the one that's actually creating the games, but Sony is kind of yeah. It's like they got all they got. Yeah, it's like we're like. You gotta do nothing but give us the rights to use it. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. Uh, best case scenario for this is like that's what happens. Is like they get the rights to use those. Um, but it w- that would be amazing. I would love that. I would love to like if they finally made Chapter Three to Metal Gear Solid Five. That was that's the ultimate dream for me. Is like like Metal Gear Solid Five, one of my favorite games of all time. It's fantastic. Uh, not complete. It's missing a lot. The game is missing a lot. Um, and we know that for a fact. Like there's. Like they talk about it. There's cutscenes that were done of that game that just they just stopped had to stop making the game at a certain point. Um, <clears throat> so, like to see like all that shit happen would be fantastic. I would love for that. I mean, I've never been a Silent Hill guy at all. Um, I, I remember playing the original one back in the day on PlayStation, um, but I, I never like by the time I like I got interested in those kind of games. Like when I got older to play those kind of games, like Silent Hills was bad. Like they, were, they weren't making good games yeah. anymore. So it's just like. I just totally missed out on that entire uh, franchise. It feels like to me. Um, so I'd love it if they they came brought it back and they made it good again. Um, you know, like obviously as a Kojima fan, I would love it like to see. Just you know, we talk, we still talk about PT to this day. You know, and it sounds like that's the reason why this is happening is because people still talk about PT. And it'd be awesome if they put PT back on the fucking store. Yeah, for people to download and play. Like that would be amazing. Um, so I don't know. I it's it feels like one of those things where it's like with with the Kojima part. It feels like that part is too good to be true, kind of thing, but um, but I'm hoping it isn't. Uh, but I feel like the rest of it is completely viable. Like I, I, I actually would put like I'm like 90% positive all that's happening. It's the Kojima part that I'm like, 
like 60%, 55% positive. Like 50, that maybe it's actually happening. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I, I don't. I truly don't. Um, I'm like 30% on that, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, because uh, that would be great. You know, just, uh, just it really mainly for me for the Kojima part, you know, just because maybe that means it's a way to get him to work on in a decade. Maybe we'll get a Metal Gear Solid game. So uh, a real one that's not fucking bullshit like that one that was a Metal Gear. Survive. Survive. Oh, God. Uh, I can't believe Where you that. have to pay to have an additional slave point. Yeah. yeah I paid <laughs> 10 bucks for that game, and I feel like it owes me money. Um, but uh, moving on. So this um, is kind of a, what I want to throw out there real fast. Uh, NFL and 2K have reached an agreement on um, making game um, NFL games. Again, uh, the only thing is they can't make simulation games. That Madden's get the exclusives on that rights, but um, they're allowed to do whatever that means. They're allowed to do pretty much anything else, but they can't make. And it's kind of loose on what that means. Like, what do they mean by like on, on the real? Like, can they can they not look realistic? Can they not be eleven versus eleven? Like, what does that that mean? They plan on releasing games as soon as next summer. So, huh. um, and also EA's exclusivity rights ends after. Um, Madden 21, I think, will be the final one. So next year's Madden will be the final one under the current contract they have. So, but I imagine they'll they make so much money off each other. I doubt they'll. I think they'll re up on the deal they have right now. They've been doing it for 15 years. I don't think it's going to change. Um, I don't know. You like you. You never like you play Madden. You play you. You bought a couple times. Like I know you never. You're never like a big, um, you know, realistic sports guy. But like I don't know. Like, are you? Does this make you excited for anything? Like a non-realistic uh, uh, football game? Well, let me tell you something. In terms of my whole history with Madden, I'm actually fairly excited about what's going on with this. And I'll tell you why. Madden EA, Electronic Arts, has had a clear like, a grasp upon the exclusivity of the NFL for the past 15 years. More so because EA was so scared of the success of ESPN 2K5. Yeah. And that being $20 and that selling like gangbusters and outselling the friggin' Madden that it scared them into signing the exclusivity deal with yeah. the NFL. In regards to what times of games that I've played, I've actually fairly have not played a Madden game, I want to say, since 2015. Hmm. I have played a handful of them, ranging from like Madden 98, 2003, 4, 5, let's see, 2008 and 2009, and then at the same point, I also had a delving thing with like a Madden 13, 14, and 15. So it's like I've played a fair amount of my NFL games in regards to Madden, but maybe not to an extreme. I basically have created career modes and stuff where I play as my 49ers and I go through and I win a Super Bowl, and that was just my full extent. Now, in terms of what we got over here, it cannot be any type of simulation game since EA has pretty much got that lock for like another year or something like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. what I could I could think we could be seeing potentially games that are sort of like NFL Street or like games potentially like uh, how an arcade sort of versions like we used to have like NFL Blitz to where we're going to have the characters. I mean, we're going to have players, like authentic players, games and stuff like that, but it's going to be more kind of like an arcade feel or more or less sort of like, I think we're going to see a little bit more creativity inside of the NFL like sports genre in terms of video games that we've had in the past 20 years. So yeah. it's it's definitely an exciting time. It's like a genesis now of like creative ideas of what they can go through and do. 
So, yeah, you know, that's kind of like how I feel about it. I'm pretty excited, but I'm kind of tempered a little bit. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'm hopeful because like, I you know, I'm a, obviously a Madden fanboy. I never pl- I never really played the 2K, uh, not Madden, the 2K football games. So I don't really know, like everybody I always talk to about it is like, oh, they're better than Madden. But I've always like, uh, it's just people just because it's back then 2K was a lot, was the, was a little guy, you know. For a sports game, so it was just like oh, okay, whatever. People just say it because they want to drop it down, the, you know, take down the big guys. A great yeah, and, and I and I, <laughs> you know, back then, you know, I was like just an ignorant, you know, teenage like fanboy. You know, like people say, Gears of War is fantastic. What? You know, like there's there's great things outside of Nintendo games. Like that was you know was my issue. Like the Wii was the greatest thing ever invented to me back then. Uh, oh, how dumb I was. Um, but um, we've all been there. Yeah, 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 we're small, a little smarter now. Um, but um, anyways, like, I, it's been you know really stagnant uh, for like a uh, for an, a fan of me like that loves like football games. Like even like I love like the NCAA games. I miss those, even though it's they're a lot alike to most people. Like, oh, what's the big difference other than it's college and NFL? But it's like the college games were so much fucking better to me than Madden was. Because it was just like there's all kinds of really cool different like styles of play in college, and it's like I miss that. Like like for the most part, you play uh, Madden. You know, like a lot of the playbooks are the same. Like a little bit of difference, but for the most part, most parts the same. I still love it. Don't get me wrong. But it's like I miss like even something like that was is awesome to have. But like I miss NFL Street. I miss all those like fun arcade. I miss Blitz to a certain extent. Like I loved fucking NFL Street games. It was funny, just a couple weeks ago, I was, I was tweeting out, bring back NFL Street. Like, I fucking want that game. I missed that game. I don't know why it just popped my head the other day. I'm just like, I want to <laughs> fucking play NFL Street right now. Like, I was like, oh, is it on PlayStation now? Or is there any way I can, like, play it on the current consoles? There's no way I can do it. But, like, I miss playing those games. It's just like, um, this brings hope that, like, you know, even, like, they uh, NFL randomly made, like, a Madden arcade game. It was, like, a $20 download game on the 360 and PS3 back in the day, like, I want to say, like, 2011 or 12. And those games were fucking fun. It was like a three yeah, on, it was three, a four versus four or three v three um, um, arcade game. It was it was a blast. And it's like <laughs> I, I played the shit out of that game. Even though there was no there was no season mode. There was no, it was just you just played arcade mode. That's all it was. Dude, I played it constantly. Go ahead. I re- I remember playing like uh, games like NFL Street and stuff on the PlayStation Portable, dude. The mm-hmm. PSP back in the day, like the mid two thousands and stuff. One of my friends yeah. let me play like a game or two or something like this PSP. And that thing was fun as shit because it's like. With the NFL Street games, dude, it's it it was basically a part of like their whole EA Big series. Yeah. So they had things like motocross, they had SSX, they had Freak Style, they had NBA, NBA Street. Street. Man, NBA Street was a fucking favorite of mine, man. The original one and even yeah. the second one was good. Oh my gosh, the third one had freaking like Mario characters in the GameCube version. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I remember that? Yeah, it's just I miss that. I miss like you know differentiating, and I understand like, EA is all about like. They want the big billion dollar hits. They don't want the hundred million dollar hits or whatever, you know. Um, and they, they change to a certain extent, I, you know. Especially with like you know, I, I think things are changing for them. They see things differently now, especially with like Fallen Order coming out and doing like a way out and stuff like that. Like they're doing things a little differently, but they're just an unraveled. But we don't even talk about unraveled, fucking unraveled. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm hopeful. I, I would love it. Like there's a, I was watching a thing about like there's this person I watch. Um, every so often on on youtube it's like eric mayweather or something like that i think is his yeah. uh, youtube channel but he, he exclusively talks about like about madden and and stuff like that and he's like and i'll watch his videos all every now and again I'm like i'm not like 
I don't subscribe or anything to him, but he's like for you know, I, I'm interested in some of his videos. And he was it was funny just uh he was talking about like the the big thing is like what does this mean? Like what can this mean for for them? And he's like you know he was like could it be could they bring back Street? It's like well EA owns that, but could they bring like they they make this game called uh, 2K makes this uh, NBA Playgrounds, which is basically like a a cross between Jam and Street them it's like maybe we'll that's probably something we'll, we'll more than likely see first is like nfl playground where it's like but i would like i'd fucking take that in a heartbeat if you give me just give me something that's that's well made has the names has the teams really i mean if you can just give me a fun arcadey football game that is well made i would play it like i don't like i love the having it'd be nice to have the nfl and stuff like that and have those teams in there but it's like yeah if you can just if someone could bring back a really good nfl street like game i would play the shit out of that game i'd buy that oh, in a man. heartbeat same here, especially if it's like if it's so good that we can remember like years from now, sort of similar like to an NBA Jam. I yeah, mean, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, I and they, they some NBA Jam. Yeah, and they brought them back a couple times, and they were actually legitimately fun. Like they were pretty good. They were like re- really well made, and like it still lived up. You know, like the one they made, like I want to say like 2010 or something like that. Like it was a blast. Oh, I man, played the, it. Was played it was a lot. It was a good game though. I never had a chance to play it. It was a yeah. Wii, the 360, and like a PS3, man. But it yeah. was supposed to be pretty damn good. Yeah, it was fun. I, I I remember it came out and it was like sixty bucks, and I was like, "Fuck you!" I, I remember it eventually came out. <laughs> it came down like twenty, thirty dollars because it was it was really just like it wasn't like didn't have all like enough in there to make it like a sixty dollars game. But it was still you know, if it was like a, just a twenty, thirty dollars download game, it, it was perfect for that. And I ended up picking it for picking it up for like twenty, thirty bucks. It was it was awesome. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm just hopeful that that that's what we get. Like it maybe it may, maybe it brings out like you know competition. You know it sometimes it brings out the best in everybody it makes people do a little bit more so i'm hoping that um maybe that makes ea look at like they, if they keep the exclusivity stuff and i'm fine with that like i don't need two uh simulation games it may be for the best for like I, i'd probably still go madden regardless because I, I just i am a fanboy like i love madden and i admit mm-hmm. that um so i you know it would take something drastic probably for me to switch if like they brought back like a, a simulation NFL like 2K game, like it would take a lot for me to go go that direction. But like yeah. fun arcadey ones, I, I'm all for that, and I hope that happens. Um, I like, really even like the backyard football games on fucking GameCube and stuff, the like, PS2 and stuff like that. Playing the shit out of those games, it was like you played as like NFL players as babies, or like not babies, but like you know like elementary school Little age. Kids. Yeah, and it was a fucking blast. Like that game was fun. It was, it was you just drafted players and shit. Like I give me that. Like I would play that. Like just give me something, please. Something. Um, I'm dying over here, man. I'm like a junkie that needs his fix. Um, <laughs> but uh, moving on to one of my favorite things to do every month, it is the uh, MPDs uh, for February. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and start from 20, and uh, we'll uh, work our way up. So uh, number 20 is uh, Mario Brothers uh, U Deluxe. 19 is Need for Speed Heat. 18 is Rainbow Six Siege. 17 FIFA 20. 16 Just Dance 2020. 15, Pokemon Sword. Unfortunately, no shield this month. Uh, 14, Breath of the Wild. 13, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. 12, Luigi's Mansion 3. 11, Minecraft. 10, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. 9, Smash Bros. Ultimate. 8, Madden NFL 20. 7, Ring Fit Adventures. Uh, 6, Mario Kart 8. 5, Division 2. Uh, 4, Dragon Ball Kakarot. Kakarot? Kakarot? Okay. Kakarot, okay. 3, GTA 5. Two NBA 2K20 and number one Modern Warfare. Um, I don't Jesus know, yeah. Christ! There's like one game that's actually like brand new that released that month. <laughs> yeah. Is there? What, 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 I well, think like, there was like one game 
from 2020 that's actually oh yeah yeah dragon ball's the dragon ball game came out the, like the last week of january that's number yeah four. it did i think you're right everything else is older yeah it is everything's older um but i mean it's just like they even talk about like the sales overall are down like 30 percent this year compared to last year but it's like well, yeah, look at look at this time last year we had uh, we had like we had division two kingdom hearts three resident evil two um i think there was, was anthem no i don't care there's a, but we had like anthem a lot of games come out last year yes yeah but i can't remember if it came out in february or not. i think it was march I but um march, yeah but we had a lot of big games coming out in January and February this time last year. So, and we didn't have new consoles coming out in maybe in eight months. So, um, I don't. Know, I'm not too not too surprised to hear about the, the sales drop. We you know lack of lack of new games. But oh boy, it's getting good this week. It's gonna get good this week. Gables, I'm so oh, yeah. fucking excited. You know how hard it's gonna play a video game with a hard on. <laughs> That's gonna be me playing Doom. I'm not gonna be able to focus. Oh my god, I am so waiting for that Friday in terms <sighs> if like say. If I literally get off of work and stuff, and all of a sudden I just find Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal, and I get both of them, and I'm just going to be, and I kid you not, I'm going to be taking a picture of myself with both of them, laying in mm. my bed, and just going Naked. through and just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm just going to take a picture of both of them, and everyone's going to be like, and <laughs> it's just going to be kind of funny. And I'll have yeah. to come up with some witty phrase or something with the chip, man. but I'm just saying... Next Friday, it's on. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be so good. Uh, I, I I pre-ordered uh, the Doom Collector Edition, whatever. It's like ninety dollar edition because it comes. I guess there's gonna be a DLC for this single player DLC for fucking Doom Eternal. Ooh. So I bought the one that comes with like the expansion pass and everything. Uh, so it, it uh, downloads. I think it, you can play it like nine o'clock my time, like nine o'clock Pacific time, on Thursday night. So, but damn it, that's Courtney and I's night off together <laughs> compromises are gonna have to be made i don't know which one they're gonna be but it'll be something uh but it's gonna It'll be uh to its favor the date yeah. night involves courtney watching you play doom eternal yeah yeah it's like she, she, like you can stare at my erection i'll play doom okay i hope that works <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah um i don't know it's uh it's, you know it's been it's a, it's been a quiet year but yeah like i said it's gonna be good so um i don't i don't disney do you have anything you want to add on to that before we move on no not really nah me neither it's it's kind of what you expect for a month with nothing, game big uh, big out. But um, moving on to what we've been playing, um, I'm not gonna lie, Gables, I haven't been playing a lot. I played a little more with that Blood Roots. Uh, I'm legitimately stuck in that game. I spent um, a solid 45 minutes trying to beat the uh, first boss in that game at the end of Act One, and it's like one long trek, and I just can't fucking do it. <laughs> I, I I I can't do it. I had I rage quitted twice now at that point. And uh, I'll, I keep getting stuck at like the same point, and I'll get a little bit further. And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" I'm so excited. I beat it. I immediately die. Like I'm, I'm so it's, it's tough. It's really, really, really tough. But it's it's still a great game. I think people should check it out. But uh, and I I started playing um, in Madden. I started playing the the face of the franchise mode because I didn't realize it has story mode in there. And I right. love like the long like so the last two years. I had that long shot mode uh, that was like a almost like a Telltale style like uh, story mode in, in, with some. Madden gameplay almost included in there, and it was really fun. I keep saying like they should like separate those out and sell them on like the the shops for like twenty bucks or something like that, like on the PlayStation Store or an Xbox Store and shit like that, because it's really fun. Um, but I heard there was like an actual like story mode. I'm like, oh okay, awesome. Where you create your own player and um, like you you play like do the playoffs, the college football playoffs. You pick your team. You pick between yeah. like eight different college teams. Um, they have them all, and you go to the you go to the college football uh, uh, playoffs, and there's actually like cutscenes with like you're like uh you're a five-star recruit coming out 
high school and you never you never played a snap before and you're going into like thus the um, starting quarterback gets hurt going into the playoffs. So yeah. it's your it's your your senior year um, and you're going in and you've never started before. So it's this big deal. Like this guy's never seen. Um, he's never played before. We don't know if he's gonna be good or not. This is the best team in football, and he's got to go in there in the playoffs against the best teams in the country. Blah blah. blah. And you go in there, and you can actually lose the games. I, I won the games, but uh, and it's a big deal. And it's like and then it's like you going into the like the draft, and it's like a big deal. Like how's this guy gonna do? And you actually go into the combine, and like you gotta do like uh, practice and shit like that. And how well you do, you get you get you know you, depends on where you get drafted if at all. And um, I end up being like a mid first round pick or something like that, which is I don't think is very hard to do. I'm not trying to brag, and um, but uh, there's all these cutscenes. Like you get an agent, and there's all this shit. Like you know, with you, and then you get to like you actually get to like preseason, and the cutscenes just stop. I mean, like it builds it all up, and it's like, how is this guy gonna do? Blah blah blah. Is he gonna be any good? And like uh, I'm playing, I'm like on like week eight or nine. I got drafted by the Raiders, and we're on the field <laughs> right now. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'm liking this. Like this is bringing back the same like a lot of things I like about Longshot. And you only play as yourself. You can't control. You don't control the receivers, the running backs. The de- you only play. You don't play the the defense. You only play as a quarterback. That's it. And it's like, I'm like, oh, I'm liking this a lot. And I got to like, I'm like midway through the first season. I'm just like, there's just no more. It's just now. It's just regular Madden. Which don't get me wrong, really enjoy. But it's like the reason I got into this was because I thought there's more to it than this, but there's not. So right. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Just I didn't. I wanted to start Ori and the Will of the Wisp, and I was just like. Um, I honestly kind of forgot it came out, uh, and I was just like, now I'm just like so close to Doom that I don't want to really start anything because I know I'm just I'm never gonna go back to it. So, yeah, I'll I'll just be talking about Doom next week. What about you, Cables? Well, let's see. I decided for the last week to try to start something new. So a friend and I we've been talking over Discord and stuff, and basically what she has been going through, she wanted to give Death by Daylight a little bit of a break and stuff and so she started getting back into Dragon Age stuff so one of her favorite games is Dragon Age 2 and she despises the first one because oh, but essentially she slays through the, the second one first before the first mm. but uh, it kind of prompted me to go through and wanting to check out Dragon Age and I've gotten I do have all the Dragon Age games in regards to the availability to go through to play them so Turned on my Xbox One and I started playing Dragon Age Origins. You know, I decided, you know what, I'm going to play the game that she hates. Why? Because I want to see if I will enjoy it. So, six hours in, the story is very good. I got to admit, the old, whole opening intro, like the whole opening parts of the campaign that I'm starting as a human character in regards to like the race and stuff, I'm basically sort of like a straightforward sort of like uh, knight pretty much like a warrior class, essentially. And uh, what I'm noticing right away is a lot of the basic Bioware stuff that they did back in the day, which is a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the choices that you are able to select. You can go the like the good path, the bad path, or whatever. You basically got a lot of choices that you have at your disposal in order to persuade people to manipulate them to do what you want them to do or you can go through and intimidate them to get them to force them what you want them to do the combat is starting to become a little bit more easier for me to grasp but at the same point it was definitely jarring at first because I'm so used to playing a RPG especially an action RPG where I have full control of my characters right and I'm just doing button combinations like you would instead of a mashing like 
like almost like a fighting game or a mm-hmm. third like third person like action game. Well, no, for Dragon Age Origins, it's not like that. You basically go through. You can switch between characters. However, you can go through and select, and basically they will run over to an enemy, go through, start hitting them, and you have to press this button repeatedly in order to select attack, them walking over and, like, running, like, them going over and attack, or select this special ability, which is like a charge shield, sort of like a knockdown or whatsoever. And just the combat of it just kind of jarred me up at first. I feel like this is a game so far from what I've experienced that I like the story, I like the characters, and I kind of feel like the combat is sort of mixed with me at this point in time. I do love the aspect of the customization in terms of what I can teach my characters, what I can go through and like apply in terms of their skill sets and their abilities. And currently at this moment in time, I, I like using like uh, I like using Morgan as my mage. Mm-hmm. She's actually pretty fun. She's kind of a little bit kind cynical. Hot, but you know. well, she's kind of a little bit cynical, <laughs> kind of a little bit this and stuff. And I got this uh, other, this other like, uh, she's more like a female like rogue, where she, you know, is sort of preachy and sort of like that. She's sort of like the opposite of Morgan, where she feels like, you know, she is pretty much like a like kind of like, oh gosh, what I'm trying to say. She's more or less sort of like she has her views of God and this and that, you know, the maker and this and that. So she's more or less on the good side. Morgan's more or less kind of like on that sort of borderline, kind of like the bad, kind of like the negative path or whatever that stuff. But at the same point, I have those two. Plus I have my party, I have my dog, my war dog, essentially. Yeah. Which, which I decided just to go forth and uh, I was starting to think of names for him. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what? Your name's Doggo. And yep. all of a sudden I just go through it's like, Hey, doggo, let's go ahead and do this. And it's kind of funny with some of the selections of the dialogue options. Like, hey, what's the matter, boy? What's going on? <laughs> and he'll actually retrieve items. He'll go through this. And I didn't know this, but over on certain parts of uh, maps that you explore, there's actually an option where you can switch to him and he'll mark his territory to get a little bit of a, a status boost. <laughs> so his mm-hmm. abilities, his attacks, his speed and stuff will actually go up for as long as you're in that area. <laughs> but... Uh, well, let's see. Well, other than that, though, it's like I like the concept of the game. What's really kind of holding me back to try to pursue a little bit more about it is not not so more or less the story, but is in terms of like whether or not I want to go through the combat in regards to it. It's like what I'm saying before. It's like what I've said before. I feel like I'm kind of mixed with it. It kind of feels like how some gamers were back in the day when the original Mass Effect released. Which I can totally see this. Spyware game, the first start of a trilogy. And they made this game after Mass Effect. So you have... And one of the key critical things about the original Mass Effect people didn't like is sort of like the combat or like the squad-up system that they had. Quintessentially, the AI was kind of piss-poor in terms of like what you could have them do. But... Uh, quintessentially, it was kind of like more or less sort of like an RPG where everything else seemed to be like good the mythos the story the characters the dialogue choices some of the level design design despite like uh, how the recurring randomly generated planets kind of felt the same for dragon age i kind of feel like to some extent kind of like the same way how i felt about the original mass effect where this is a good game i feel like the story and everything else has the potential to be a fantastic game 
at the same point, I'm kind of noticing some of the areas are kind of almost sort of like generated, sort of-esque, like how the original Mass Effect was with certain planets. But I do like the way I can go to different towns of my choosing. I could go through and stuff. But the initial thing that totally surprised me, it was not... Because it was made back around 2009 or something, this is before the advent of all these open worlds and stuff for a lot of these RPGs. And what's kind of funny is, like, Dragon Age Origins, I thought it was, like, a full-on, like, exploration. You know, it's kind of like a full-on, like, uh, like a sandbox sort of experience. Sort of similar to that, like a Skyrim or, like, this or that. But no, this is more or less sort of, like, kind of how it used to be back around the Western RPGs of the 90s, the 2000s, where you can go to a specific town, you can talk to specific people, you can do your dialogue choices and this. And it kind of feels... It kind of feels sort of held back in a way, you know? It kind of feels more reserved now I think about it. Because it's more structured and more linear in that regards. As, as like, how Skyrim proved, like, about, God, two, three years later, how expansive an RPG could actually go forth and explore (laughs) in that regards. But, uh, yeah, it's been a real trip going back to 2009 and stuff and, like, trying to play Dragon Age Origins. And I gotta admit, so far, I'm really liking it. I'll play more of it, and I'm going to see what other types of, like, crazy stuff I can get myself into, because this definitely feels like the type of game where I'm just going to randomly just choose choices, see what happens. But, uh, you know, what's kind of hilarious is, like, there was this one dispute at this one village that I had where the shopkeeper was overcharging goods and all this and all that, and basically this lady and stuff was complaining because they were quintessentially overcharging this various goods, and so I go through, it's like, okay, there's got to be a couple different options on how I can control this, right? And so I do the good way, right? But he still leaves. And I'm like, okay, well, what happens if I go through and I just slit his throat? And so I choose the option where I just go through and just flat out kill him. And all of a sudden, what are you doing? <laughs> no, it's like, and what's kind of funny, Alistair was in my party too. So it's like, he he just basically had a quick pull up. It's like, well, you know what? It's like, all right. He just accepts it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like he was gonna interject. It's like, well, okay, go ahead, do it. And it's like he just, I just basically just waste this version or something like that, and it's like, well, that's something I did not want to do. <laughs> I just reset. <laughs> like, I kind of feel like I'm gonna be doing this a lot, where I'm gonna experiment with like the choices that I, that I'm gonna go with, because I think the the freaking going with the 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 bad karma sort of option or something is kind of a little bit more fun with that regards, but. uh other than that, there is another game that I have been playing. Now, last week I picked up the Contra Collection for PS4. It was on sale for about $10, so I figured, hey, half off. A lot of games that I do know or have recognized from the past. So, I decided to play the version of Contra for the NES. So, that was the one I'm most familiar with because I grew up playing that game as a kid. I have the NES copy. I do play through that game regularly, but this is the first time where I've played Contra where I felt, you know what, let's see how far I can go with just the set of lives that I've got. I've made it all the way to the end of Stage 4, or close to the end of Stage 4. So quintessentially, there's like seven stages, I believe, in the original Contra, and the one stage where I basically stopped at, it was like the end of the Stage 4. Four, and quintessentially what it was is like another one of those type of like tunnel sort of like run through a tunnel like kind of missions and stuff because stage two and stage four are kind of like similar to where 
stage two, you go through this random tunnel, you do like you shoot a bunch of these targets on the wall and stuff and progress further. Stage four is sort of like that, only the end differences is a lot more enemies, is a lot more harder of like projectiles to go through and do. But at the end but at the end of it, you got a whole bunch of people at the end boss like shooting at you and all of a sudden you got these two like robotic heads or something like that that are just like going in and out of focus and stuff on the top of the stage. But uh it was at that point when I got to that when I got to that point with the farthest I've ever gotten with just three lives, I figured out how to do the save state stuff for that. So I decided to go through and try just do the save states just to play through the rest of the game. And to be perfectly honest, I am actually surprised how much I've actually retained from playing through Contra from the original, from like, like a year and a half ago. <laughs> Cause I'll tell you what, I, I was pounding, I was pounding that square button really mad, you know, just trying to get the damn thing. Cause with the game of Contra, you want to go through and have this rapid fire. And it wasn't until after I beat the game and I looked inside of the instructions on inside the game that there's a rapid fire option. And I'm thinking to myself, I could have saved myself so much finger pain by doing that. <laughs> oh, have you ever played through Contra? I can never get past like the third level. I'll tell you what. I, I, I'm terrible. You Even ever with tried the, the Konami code? Yes, many times. I'm terrible <laughs> at those games. I'll tell you what, the best bet for you would probably be save states, because mm. that was the way I did it, but I have beaten through, Con- I have played through Contra on the NES, and used the Konami code, and gotten through all until the rest of this freaking game. I've done that once, or maybe twice, so I'm not too sure, but this is the first time where I have attempted to get as far as I could with just the three lives, and I almost beat four levels in a row, and nice. I'm like, wow, I definitely feel better about myself from going through this game and i'm thinking to myself you know what this is a prime candidate of a game i can replay over again and see if i can get good at it and it's like i think about it and then i put it like on the back burner for like about a month <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i'm so excited because there are other games in that collection that i have yet to try out like contra hardcourts that one is supposed to be one of the best and one of the most mm. difficult of the hard of the contra games it's sort of similar to how in the Castlevania collection, the game I wanted to play the most was Bloodlines. Because Bloodlines is a fantastic platformer, an action platformer. Same thing like its previous games, like the Castlevania 1, 3, Super Castlevania 4. You know, Castlevania 2, even though people give it a lot of crap, it's it's an average game. It's not bad, bad, but it's just a little convoluted. But for the Contra, you know... You have Contra 3, The Alien Wars, you got Super C, you got freaking... You even got all the, a lot of the Japanese, like, games. Like, the Japanese soundtracks, is the Japanese, like, forays of the games you could switch on the fly. You even got some of the European releases with a game called, like, Probopass or something, or Protector or whatever, the Probotector or something that it was called in Europe. But you even got the original Contra arcade game on this version. Hmm. And quite honestly, there is so many different types of games I've never even thought about playing in the Contra series. So it's like, oh, you know what? I'm kind of tempted to play through this back catalog, and let's see what happens. But, uh, yeah. I've played plenty of Dragon Age Origins and plenty of Contra, and I'm like, I can't wait for this week to get to an end so I can play some Doom Eternal, and I can finish it off with Animal Crossing. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. It's going to be, oh man, next week's going to be awesome. It's just a... just a few more days. A few more freaking days, Gables. Yep. Um, but it makes more sense. You were telling me before the, the show about how your friend 
liked Dragon Age 2 but didn't like Dragon Age. I'm just like, what? But it makes more sense if I actually played 2 before 1 because 1 is got, like, an all-time great, like, uh, story to me. And the gameplay is yeah. pretty good, but it's not great. It's it, it's okay. But, I mean, even for me, like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that kind of, like, that um, – that's not the style of game, but, like, that setting. I don't like that kind of setting. But, you know, like, there's always um, – one, you know, there's some stamps to stand out. Like Lord of the Rings, I love that. Game of Thrones, love that. Dragon Age Origins, love that. So, um, but no, it's, it's really great. But, like, no, like, Dragon Age 2 plays a lot better. It's a lot more fast-paced. Uh, it's more... That's it's more... probably why... That's probably why the initial thought that I had that I compared with Mass Effect, because I kind of feel like if I start playing Dragon Age 2 after playing this game, if I quit playing Dragon Age Origins... And I play two immediately. I am not going to go back to Origins because well, I kind of feel like it's going to be that type of game where it's like it plays better. Okay, I can do this and that. Kind of like how Mass Effect Two improved a lot of the combat and everything else in Mass Effect One. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, the the main problem though with with Dragon Age Two is like the game like they were forced to release that game like a year early. So like they literally reuse the same areas over and over again. Like there's like the same oh. four or five areas they reuse for like every time you go off on Dragon Age Two, you go off to like a, there's like twenty or thirty locations you go to, in that game outside of like the main like town, and there it's they just reuse the same assets over like literally the whole thing is is over again every single time, and then they change the, like the big fight at the end. That's it. Like but it's huh. all it's like halfway through the game, I realized that playing through Dragon Age Two, I'm just like. I just I didn't know there was like no discovery left and like there's just like okay I just know I'm gonna fight the the the, the fights are gonna be a little different but like I'm just following the same cam the cave is the same the shore is the same the um the field is the same it's literally they just like reuse assets or it's not their fault but it was just like the game like they did a great job of building the game the gameplay and the, the characters are still pretty good in the game but like the story is just everything is just lesser uh, outside of the combat because of of having the release game so early and inquisition it's it's better well, i've i've heard about it's just, it's just i know i've heard about your experience with inquisition you basically yeah. went through and played what you could but uh, it was kind of got i know you and jake had yeah. played that game for such a long while and yet you were so stuck with the side quests and everything else that you just did not want to go through and progress well on. <laughs> my issue was though with the you had to unlike you by doing side quests you unlock you like you were forced to do like quests because you earn like essentially like tokens and you had to use so many so many tokens to unlock new areas right. and i would like remember like i did i was like at the beginning yeah i love the only side quest and i like i unlocked these next areas and when i try to like, continue the like the story i needed like 40 tokens and it's like you only wow. get like you get like but depending on the store the the quest you do you get like one to five tokens and some of those fucking stories those little side quests can take you from 20 minutes to two hours and a lot of them are just like, go find five mushrooms. And it's just like, I don't want to, f- I was 37 hours in and I'm like, I don't, and I just Man, use up all my it. tokens and I'm just like, I don't want to fucking spend. And then I, I just want, like at that point I was just like, I want to progress through the game, the story. And it's just like, I don't want to have to go do another 15, 20 hours of fucking side quest. Cause I did all the story missions in the areas I had unlocked to go to, to get into the next story mission. Like, I don't want to do that. So that, that sounds like that, an MMO, honestly. Yeah. That type of side questing type of stuff. Even having played World of Warcraft for like a few months like I did, that's more or less sort of like an MMOS sort of a mission where yeah. it's like, okay, 
Now go over here, kill this many beasts. Yeah. Go over there, go connect this many mounts of mushrooms or vegetation or some for a stew. Yeah. And so no. on and so forth. And it's like I, I really enjoy the game. I just I burn myself out on like side quests so much, and then I use my coins to unlock the next section. But I was just like, you know what? I want to go on and kind of play some more of the, the main story because you. Uh, that's how every gamer is like. You do much side quests, all right. Now I want to go play the main story. Do the main story for a little bit. Oh, I'm gonna branch off now, and like, but they just totally broke up the flow and forced you to like, to do the like. I don't know. It's just like when I'm forced to do it, it doesn't feel like now I'm not like. It kind of takes away that like I want to do this. Like now I feel like I have to do this, and it's like you're forced to do some like. I only want to do like some of the the, the fun ones. I don't want to fucking collect shit or go fucking do fetch quests. Right, I so, hear what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my main problem with it. But no, like. Origins is great, but I can see where she's coming from now with that one. But um, I think it's about time we head out of here, Gables. Don't you? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you want to hear more from us, we do have a Facebook group and a page. Uh, we have a Twitter account. Um, we have Twitch, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Um, I think YouTube. I think I got them all now. Just search for uh, Drunk Dash Nerds or Drunk Nerds Podcast. Drunk Dash Nerds. Drunk Nerds. You know. You should find us. Um, follow us there. Subscribe. Five star reviews. Thumbs ups. Uh, leave comments. Whatever you want to do in all those places, please do those things. Really appreciate it. the more of you guys go out there and do that and spread the news about us. The more people can see us, the more people listen to us. So appreciate you guys for listening and helping us spread the word on this show. Until um, next time, I was your host, Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next week, everybody, thank you very much for listening to a fun filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And for everyone else out there, hey, if you're quarantined or you're being feeling sick or everything else right there, take the necessary precautions, stay safe. Mm-hmm. But if you're home, you don't have too much to do, hey, give us a listen. Yeah. Or play games. Or yes. even if you want to contact us or whatever, go ahead. We're yeah. open and available. <laughs> well, we're stuck at home, so we'll be playing games probably. Watching bad TV. So, yeah. Oh, hey, Gables. Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya. to me beers there anyways we're on itunes now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number <laughs>